everybody. Welcome to Planet NOLA, the podcast where we talk to people who are doing cool things in New Orleans. Well, at least people married things are doing cool things in New Orleans. <laughs> I am your guest host, Donnie Marie. As you can guess, I am not Mary Jacob. She's <laughs> on the other side of the sofa. <laughs> but I have infiltrated her space to put her in the hot seat and interview Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi, Don. I'm so glad you're guest hosting <laughs> Planet NOLA. I forced you to do, let me do I, this. It was such a good idea. I was like, oh, please, you're going to interview me? Oh, my God. How can I ever find the time? <laughs> so to give you a proper interview, our guest today, <laughs> <laughs> our guest today is Mary Jacobs, a multi-hyphenate, amazing creator here in New Orleans. Um, I've known Mary for too many years. And so in the years that I've known Mary, she has been a photographer um she's played bass guitar she has <laughs> she you know she um secondhand thrift shops yeah uh she's an actor an improv actor um she's also a writer um a director um how many more things do you do oh my god i've never <laughs> heard them all listed out <laughs> and she's the host of this podcast that you've been listening to so thank you for listening number one and shout out to mary for having too many damn hobbies yeah also small business owner small business gym. owner yeah she owns a gym she yeah yes. i do i do too much you do a lot of things yeah 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 you do don and i we we know each other because we went to high school together mm -hmm. and we both have j last names <laughs> and so when we first started going to school together we were always next to each other in lines or like if we were in the same class, we would be next to each other because mm -hmm. the way they set up the chairs. So like we just got close because yes. we were always next to each other for mass and for all kinds all of things. things. And we also did drama together. We did do theater together. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I was one of the only black people. There. You were one of the only black people. Not the only one, though. For a while. J Jasmine Johnson. Yeah, but then Jasmine couldn't do it. And then oh, for the yeah. next three years, <laughs> it was just me. Was it? Oh, my God. You're, yeah. you're right, huh? And fun fact. It's funny because Cabrini isn't that white, <laughs> but Drama Club was white. White. Yeah. We did a lot of white plays. Here's a fun fact for everyone in the audience. Um, me and Jasmine Johnson do not look, look alike at, mm -mm. in any stretch of the imagination. Nope. Um, she's much taller than me. She's much thinner than me. She's much lighter than me. However, <laughs> one of the... Emily Johns. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to come Emily up. John somehow thought we were the same person. This happens all the time with black people. White people get confused. Um, <laughs> especially if they're in the same place. You're like, yeah, that's the same black girl. And so she wrote my name as Dawn Johnson. And Dawn had Johnson. to put quotes around it because she thought I was Jasmine Johnson. Yeah. Or she just thought you guys had this, opposite last She names. thought we were the same person. She might have. I really don't know. She thought we were the same I person. just genuinely think she bought both of your last names were Johnson, which is also racist in its own way. <laughs> Racism is what I'm trying to point out, Mary Jacobs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, so sometimes we call Don Don Johnson Jefferson. Yes, and that's even though not that's name. not her name. And yeah. also, we're just saying my full name on on the internet. That's okay. They it's, can know you. It's fine. They yeah. should know you. Do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> um, while Mary is interviewing so many amazing people in New Orleans about all the cool things they do. We don't really get to, I mean, when you're interviewing someone, you can't hear like bits and pieces like, right. oh, yeah, I like to do this or I've done this. Before. I always feel really guilty talking about myself during the podcast, during the pod, not ever any other time. Oh, okay. But during I'm the podcast. I'm going to say, girl, I've known you for almost 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about yourself all the time. It's true. I really do. And people that listen to this podcast definitely hear me. But when I'm interviewing someone, I try really hard to like keep it on whatever story they're on. Yes. And I'll tell similar stories, but I. Yes. I always feel guilty afterwards. I'm like, I shouldn't talk about myself. Oh my God. Well, guess what? You don't have to feel guilty right now. Yes. We'll talk about you this whole time. Wow. This is like a dream come true for me. <laughs> this is the most Leo day of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> Dawn's already regretting her choices. I made a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you volunteered. I volunteered. Yeah. I was like, Mary, oh my God. I have a great I'm, idea. Just sitting in my house. Oh, I'm going to text Mary Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jacobs, would you like for me to interview you on your own podcast? Exactly. This <laughs> is why you're a good friend, though, because you knew that I would be like, hell yeah. Yes. So Riley is here, too. If you see her, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see Riley. She might or might not settle down. We'll, we'll all be OK, though. She's just like hearing sounds, but she's chill. Yeah, she'll um, be all right. Riley, I... Mary found Riley. Yeah, I found Riley on out the street. Out here in Gentilly, Gentilly, yep. Gentilly. Um, and then the next day, I got Riley, and I had Riley for seven years. Seven years. Um, and then... Don I moved to the concrete jungle, which, <laughs> not New York. Not... <laughs> no one calls it that. <laughs> I know, well, that's what people call New York. But you're in LA. You're in I LA. I to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and my girl was just so used to me being home. Well, not really. I, I left her. You were her. working, like, long days. Yeah, I, I remember long days here, but I left her here for six months. Yeah. And then when I brought her there, she was like you're leaving again yeah and then, so mary graciously took her back to new orleans and then yeah. the pandemic happened i was like i could have had my damn dog this whole time yeah but I, she's mine now look yeah. at her she's look a little princess 
She's only in here because she, she also my dog her. is referred to literally as princess by my entire family. So <laughs> she's like, might as well have a throne at this point. You know what I mean? She's like, she's got a maid. Anyway, we can talk about Riley for a long time. We really she's could. great. I can do a whole episode of Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I can do lots of deep dives. Riley knows all my secrets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she knows everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles. So I'm the kind of person that makes notes. I love it. Please. Yes. Yeah, whatever so you need to do. It says Mary Podcast on it. Aww. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so yeah. So we've known each other since we were about fourteen. Mm-hmm. We've been, and we're in our thirties. Yeah, um, I'm twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Sure. <laughs> I'm twenty nine until I'm fifty, and then I'll be thirty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I will be thirty two, but I don't know how that math works. Uh, yeah, it's but interesting. I've known Mary. I'm for- only twenty nine. <laughs> weird that we went to school together I same know, grade and everything same year and everything oh my god i was just like really smart or whatever <laughs> for my age you know they accelerated they me accel- or something like oh my god that marriage she, <laughs> she has a brain <laughs> let's bring her up five <laughs> um i don't even i'm not doing math but yeah so we know each other through many iterations of each other i mean Remember both back when we had bad hair and glasses and neither of us yes. had those things anymore. Yeah, I was like always trying to straighten my hair. You were too. We were both yeah, like straightening our hair. Relaxed. Yeah, your yes. hair was mad relaxed. You were going like every week. Two weeks, maybe. Every two weeks. Calm down. Okay, I remember it being a thing. Every two weeks <laughs> might as well be every week when you're in high school. That's like a commitment. It's a commitment. But yeah, I've known you through so many iterations of who you are and I've seen you grow in so many ways. So I just want to start off saying I'm very proud of you. Aw, Dawn. Yeah, I'm really proud of you too. I mean, I think that's all same very much true for you. We yes. could do a whole other episode on your life and everything you've accomplished. I don't live here anymore. Well, it's okay. <laughs> you're still, but I'm just saying like, thank you so much. That means a lot. Of course. You you do so many things. You're also a very selfless person. You're very determined person thanks buddy so i think that's some things i would like to talk about um mary has been pretty much the same person since i've known her always very headstrong very determined like i said very quick quip quick be quick with the wit um very loving and very much uh blunt blunt yeah blunt blunt blunt. yeah but those are all the things i love about her so i just had to get out the way love you buddy that Mm -hmm. means a lot i don't want to make you cry no it it means it's nice to hear you know i will say one of my favorite things about this podcast is it like really gives me an opportunity to like compliment people and Mm -hmm. like because sometimes people will be like why do you want me on and i'll be and i'll be like this is why i want you on and then like the first thing i say when they're here is all the things that i think are great about them so that the audience knows what they're getting into it's like nice to be able to sit down and like have a real moment like with people that i've never said to them hey what you do is really cool and i'm like really interested and you're i'm proud of you or like not proud but like i'm impressed or like thank you Mm -hmm. or whatever so thanks for thanks for that bud you're welcome i know you need my validation i do i do (laughs) i need a lot of it (laughs) just mine personally no one else no one else is kristen who um but you and knowing you for so long like you are one of the most new orleans people that i know oh stop <laughs> now i'm gonna cry <laughs> but no you are one of the most new orleans people that i know so like you know give me a little bit of your lineage what is your new orleans lineage mary oh my god okay so i'm a i say that i'm half ye- half asian <laughs> wow no, no i'm half cajun half yat so mm-hmm. i'm a yat yat and cajun my mom is from um convent louisiana Mm -hmm. and so her family has got um more cajun like come from canada acadiana roots you know and then my dad is third generation so i'm fourth generation in new orleans and specifically gentilly where where i live Mm -hmm. now so like he they he grew up a lot in the east but before that he was living in gentilly and then like his parents grandparents so like i'm a gentilly girl and um so yeah, half yet, half Cajun. I mean, like I, I'm like, what else could I say about it? I don't know. <laughs> I like to say I'm a little yet. A little yet. A little yet. A li- I mean, I've met both of your parents. Yeah, my dad is a big yet. He is a big yet. Yeah. He's like, he calls me Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, that's so real. And your mom says Mary, which Mary. is why, how I call you Mary. Mary. Yeah, no, you are a very big yet, but you're New Orleans. Like, I mean. You are a New Orleans person through and through. That means, what do you mean when you say that? Like, first of all, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a certain amount of pride that you have, which I do want to talk about too, but like, there's a a certain amount of pride that you have being from New Orleans. Like, I'm... I'm okay. I'm from here, born and yeah. raised. Yeah. I mean, I know she said we went to high school together, which is I the think most it, yeah, important. Yeah, it makes it obvious. Yeah. Not, but you got you, know, you got to tell them you're from you here. Tell people get that cred. These transplants. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they need to, to know. They need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. How long you like? Oh, I've been there for like two years, girl. <laughs> 
it, the city has gotten a lot of new people too. Right now, it feels like we're having an even bigger influx than ever before. Anyway, we don't talk about that. We'll get there later. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. very different. It does. No, but like um, making a home here, making sure to make community here, give back to your community here. Um, yeah, and like wanting to live your life here and like truly flourish here is what makes you like one of the most nuanced people I know. And like, it's like the first thing that you come out of the gate saying about yourself, which is, I feel like a lot of people. So here's my thing about people in their new Orleans identity. I think a lot of people, especially for people like us who had to live through the storm, we had to go to other places where people were like, new Orleans. Yeah. It's dirty there. Right. And then, so we were like, no, I am from super proud. Yeah. Super proud. Yeah. It definitely happened at a really formative time for us. And I think that that, I think that, I never really thought about it like that, but you're totally right. Like, I think that Katrina was like, it happened when I was like, you know, a teenager when your identity is really, really starting up. Mm -hmm. And it was like such a point of pride to be able to come home, like coming home. Like we, I mean, I remember being horrible to people being like, you're not coming back. Like, you know, and that's, I regret that obviously, but like in my brain, I was like, there's no other choice. Like it's our home. Like, and Mm -hmm. you know, everyone would, there was this rhetoric around Katrina, of course, that it was like proud to call it home in like this really aggressive way. Rebuild, 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 you know, mm-hmm. resiliency. Like, yeah, there was this huge narrative push that like we must return, we must rebuild. And like, yeah, maybe that's like really why I'm so obsessed. Yeah. I yeah. Think, it's I like, that's a, why a lot I always are, joke that people are trauma bonded to this city. We are. Yeah. We are very much trauma bonded yeah. to this city. And it's like, in other, another example of how you're one of the most nuanced people i know a lot of people leave the city like i for instance left mm-hmm. um but i left as an adult you left um to go to college mm-hmm. but you still came back oh and yeah I came you didn't back. leave again no you like you know I'm you moved back. to the con you moved to the compound <laughs> you know i went to i went to philly for college or outside of philly and then i moved to philly for one year after college and i was like maybe i'll stay up here and like the second i really needed community i was like mm-hmm. oh I don't have a community here. Not really. Because in college, you don't really do any work to build a community. You know, you're just like living your life and partying. Yeah, around people. Yeah, so yeah. It's not, you're not really doing the groundwork to like build community. And I didn't really realize that. And then the second I was feeling like I needed help or needed community, you know, like I got in a car accident. And I was like, oh, I have no one to call. I yeah. was like, I was like, oh yeah, like I don't really have people here, you know? And so, yeah, I was like, I'm getting out of here. Like, what am I doing? You know, like, why am I up here? It's cold. Like, the people are mean as hell. Like, so I was happy to get out of there. And you're a very, like, talented person. You could literally could have just moved to New York. That's true, but I'm too cheap to live in New York. I mean, really, that's also what... Also makes you very New York. Like, yeah, it's like, true. It's I'm too here. frugal, man. I'm like, I love New York so much, but <laughs> those rents, I like, I would live in a closet, and I was like, no, I don't want to live in a closet in New York. I can just go home, and I never even considered living in New York. It's just too much on top of each other. Yeah, it's, it snows. Yeah. It's my main reason. I yeah. It's yeah, it's too cold. Yeah, my New York car. Because why don't you move, girl? It snows there. And people are mean. I don't like. I don't like all the meanness. People are mean in New Orleans. No, people are mean in LA too. Yeah, I know. I trust me. I know. I visited you many times. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I, but LA people are funny mean. Like I think it's funny that they think they're better than me. Cause like you're not. <laughs> like I have an identity. I have a personality. Yeah, my, I know the, who I am. The coolest thing about me isn't that I'm from LA, like, or that yeah. I live in LA. Like the people right. in L- not not you obviously, but there's like this like weird thing where people are like so LA. Yeah, it's very strange. And it's Try like, to, yeah, what is being so LA? I could tell you what being so New Orleans is, you know, yeah. but being so LA is like vanity <laughs> right <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah no i'm from i'm from la you get what's it called when someone like looks you up and down really quick it's called checked or something what's it there's like a name like checking you just get checked out in la you'll like walk down the street and people will like scan you really quickly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and decide if you're a threat really fast like yeah. i felt that happening to me all the time we're not very threatened we smell a lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember one time um me jai and shana went to new york and something somebody was like you know y'all smell too much and we were like <laughs> Excuse us for being <laughs> Oh my God. Who's ever been told you smile too much? I don't know. That, remember that time I dated that boy? You told me I was too nice. That's why we broke up. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Forget that guy. He was you wrong. Him. Um, <laughs> but I think another thing that I find very interesting is that you are a person that does many arts. Lots of arts. So that's it. Earlier. Some arts. Some photography, theater, writing. Um, this podcast, for this instance, podcast. and all those things are influenced by the fact that you are from New Orleans. And like, do you feel like 
is that just naturally happens or do you think that's just because it's who you are well I guess that's natural. or do you think that you're is it like purposeful is it intentional yeah I think uh I think like I'm still kind of coming to terms with like who I am as an artist and I think I have this like innate thing where I need to perform and no. yeah I know right it's so surprising it. but it's it's interesting because it's like for example, today was the Crescent City Classic. And this isn't like a performance, but like I was alone watching everyone in our gym run. Mm-hmm. And I was out there for like an hour by myself. And so I cheerleaded for strangers for a straight, I'm so tired right now, <laughs> for a straight hour. And I, and I had jokes, like I had a routine I would do. I had like mm-hmm. the same like 10 phrases that were all like, like I'd be like, I don't know why you're doing this, but good job. <laughs> or I'd be like, ice cold beverage of your choice at the end like i just had like little bits and i would i would be like i'm so proud of you and i'd be like i'm your mom now and i was like performing for I'm these your mom married yeah like I, like you know like i was telling them i was proud of them you know like and i was i was standing like at the last mile basically like they had to go over a hill and then i was there it was like the only little hill there is oh. and so like they're really about to be done with it and you, everyone that came over that hill is like beat so i was like i'm gonna make everybody happy and so i was just doing bits like <laughs> performing for people Classic, and making man. them laugh and i was having so much fun and it's like uh yeah i think that being a performer is like a desire to be seen and like i get that that that's part of who i am it's like i have this desire to be seen and understood but also mm-hmm. just like i have such a deep desire to like connect with people mm-hmm. and like even like when i was taking pictures it was like i was taking pictures of bands i really liked it and it was like a way that i could participate in the scene i was in and give something to that scene yeah uh and yeah i don't know and like theater too theater like when i was writing plays it was very much about like connecting with people like the best part of one of my like like cicada the best part of that show was how many people came up to me afterwards and were like did you write this about me like people that i knew that were Mm -hmm. thinking that it was about them and i and like that part of art makes me like never ever want to stop making art (laughs) because when people can see themselves in what you're saying like and that's what comedy is too. Like when people yeah. laugh at a joke, it's because they can see themselves in the Relatable joke. Like, content. like I'd be like, I don't know why you're doing this, and then they laugh at themselves because they're like, I don't know no, why I'm, I'm doing, doing this. this. Yeah, I'm you know. 10 yeah, and so it's like real like connection, you know. Yeah. So I just I don't know. I just have this like, I just want to perform all the time. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. Like, yeah, I think New Orleans is a performing kind of place too. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's everything's kind of always a show. You go to a parade. The people walking in the parades, the show. The people on the side of the parades, yeah. the show, because they dance into the music, mm-hmm. or they playing their own music, yeah. and they doing performances. They like throwing bees back and forth to each other. It's, it's like, like compulsive. Yeah. Like when I hear a band play, I'm like, I'm going to move my body. Right. Everybody is part of the experience. And yeah. I think that's just, I guess, very New Orleans. It is. It's like this to make everyone every okay like we we're all running this marathon and now we're all gonna like in and do it together we're all gonna like do yeah together. yeah 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 admit some more of us you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, all cry together. it's an interesting thing man like i yeah the connection that you can have with people at any level of art or just experience is something that's like so freewheeling in new orleans yeah. because people come here knowing like it's a quote-unquote party town. Yeah. But, like, what happens when people party? Like, usually they're drinking, and so their guards are down. Well, like, I'm very rarely – I wasn't drinking today, and I was, like, my guard was completely down, and yeah. I was just able to be in the moment. And, like, that's a really special thing here. But in, like, New York, you're walking around, like, your guard is nonstop. Your guard, you're just like – You're like, is someone going to spit on me? Like, Yeah, and, and it's, like, funny because people are like, well, because I don't drink. And people are always like, how do you, like, have a party you don't drink? And it's like, I don't know. And it's like, how do you live in New Orleans and you don't drink? And it's like, but I don't need to because everybody, yeah. the party is like the people. I'm intoxicated by the people I'm around. Right. And like, I feel their vibe. I'm like off of that. And like that makes me happy. Yeah. And I guess feel drunk. And I guess My I mean, friend Charlie was on the podcast and he's sober and he was talking about how, and I never thought about it like this. He was like, actually, New Orleans is like a good place to be sober because there's so much to do. And I was yeah. like, oh, I've never thought about it that way. But like, yeah, there's drinking at all of those things, but it's like you could do anything on any day, you know, yeah. like, and there's so many different types of things. Like, yeah. So I, yeah, it's interesting. It's a very, yeah, it's a very interesting concept. You can just, I mean, drink in New Orleans. That's what everybody else does. That's yeah. They never leave. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it can be a, it can be a hole people fall into for sure. <laughs> it is. It's a pretty deep hole, but you know we make it out of it. Um, but I really do love that when you have an idea, you're like, I'm gonna make 
this happen. Um, I've seen you do that with this podcast. I've seen you do that with all of your plays, like um, your play Be In Touch, which I got to help with you on. Yeah. I guess I got to help you with all the plays you've yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's no, there's not a production yeah. that you've done that I could not You've been a part, part of, of everything I've done. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but like even like with Be In Touch specifically, um, you were like, no, like I came back home. This place is weird now. Like, yeah. I need to talk about it. I need to tell everybody how I'm feeling. And yeah. I remember we went around to like film the trailer for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we had this, I think about this all the time. Um, the Cafe du Monde line. And you got in the back and you're like, you were like, there's a line here. And I was like, yeah, Mary, I don't know why there's a line here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't been down here in like three years, girl. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was like a line there's outside a, of Cafe du Monde. It's there now. It's yeah, it is there now. It's so wild. I mean, now it makes sense. But before, it's so wild. And it's like just, just a shot of you just like, like me panning the whole line and you just going like this like this yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah, one yeah. of the favorite things that i love but it's just like a story that needs to be told because we talk all the time about when well, I'm we other people from new orleans or like me and you talk a lot about the changes the city has gone through and gentrification mm-hmm. and like leaving and being gone away from home for like four years is you can see it so much so like I mean, your play made sense to me then, but it makes even more sense now. Yeah, so Be In Touch, for people that don't know, it was a play. It was a one-woman show. I was I was playing Adeline Landry Thibodeau Boudreaux. It was a much longer name than that, but mm-hmm. she had a very long Cajun name. And <laughs> the idea was that it was way, way in the future, and New Orleans was now all major cities in the world were all planets. Mm-hmm. And so New Orleans was its own planet. Um, and she was an alien that was working on another planet, aka like in college or something. And she came back to her planet, and the pa- planet was then overrun with new aliens, like mm-hmm. aliens that she didn't recognize. And yeah, it was just a commentary on gentrification. Because when I first moved home, like I said, like I came home like ready to build community. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna join a roller derby. I'm gonna like join an improv theater. I just like came in rip oh, roaring. I forgot to mention roller derby. Yeah, I mean, I only did that for a blip. I know. Um, but it's many generations. Two years. <laughs> that's that's a lot, though. I guess. Um, oh, but man. yeah, so I was so eager to like build community as soon as I got home and I thought it would just be so easy and normal because I had been here my whole life and, and suddenly like I came home and I was like, man, it's a, a lot of stuff I don't recognize. And I think a lot of it was just growing up, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it was the, that was when we really started seeing the culture start shifting in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Like, you know, eight years ago, it's like Airbnb started getting big. Like, mm, um, true. Like it was long enough after the Super Bowl that like New Orleans was like it was cool. It was still in like the public discourse. I really feel like winning the Super Bowl in 2010 like made New Orleans this weird comeback kid. Katrina was devastating. But then when we won the Super Bowl, people were like, oh, New Orleans. Oh, yeah, that place. That place is a place now again, that right? Place. We forgot about it. And we then thought it was still underwater. I had somebody tell me, is it still underwater? Oh, my God. It's people are so years. ridiculous. Get out of my face. It's been 15 years. It's crazy. Oh, at, oh, at the time. I was about to say. <laughs> Don, your, your calculator. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I came back, like, ready to just build, a, like, a life and a community. And I just felt like. I felt like a little bit of an alien. I felt like the weirdo, you know, for a yeah. little bit there. And a lot of that was like getting footing, but a lot of that was like noticing the trends, you know, and, yeah. and uh, feeling like I didn't fit in. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to feel that. Um, I'm just going to cover one more thing before we go on a quick little. Oh, I love it. Break. break. Yeah. Um, I, I love that you said that you came back from the alien planet with so many different aliens, because I feel like the pride that is being a New Orleanian, you have, that we all have is like we are from the like planet of New Orleans. Right. We are from the state yeah. of New Orleans. There's not a way that you would <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. catch me saying I'm from Louisiana. Well, I had my dad cut out that sign for the fence. Do you remember? I said New Orleans ain't a city. It's a planet. Yes. And it was on there until a couple months ago. You had to take it off because some, some of the letters got knocked off. Oh, But yeah. yeah. And that stayed on the fence from my parents' house since <laughs> be in touch in 2014 or whatever year, mm-hmm. 2015, whenever I wrote yeah. it. But yeah, you really drove that point home. And is that is that just like, something you just did you notice that when you came back home you were like or was it just something you came up with when i think you- that it like i've always just thought new orleans was such its, its own world because mm-hmm. i at that point after college i had i had gone everywhere in college i really took advantage of being in the northeast so i went all up and down the eastern side of america and then i went to europe for a month and like i lived in a couple of other cities like i mm-hmm. lived in boston for a little bit um and it was just like so evident to me that like 
nothing it's so funny when people tell me they're gonna move away i'm like good luck like <laughs> i just I, I understand why people live other places but in my brain i'm just like it that, for me it makes no sense mm-hmm. i'm like there is nowhere else i've been everywhere and <laughs> i can promise you that there's nowhere as cool as this place but of course i'm like supposed to be here you know like yes. this is my place you were drugged back here by your heart yeah like I'm, this is my place yes. so i yeah it's a planet man it's its own little world it is there's nowhere like it it truly is the best place in the world it's and true i live somewhere else we're a little biased, We're, but it's true. I'm not biased. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult and I live in Los Angeles. It's the best place in the world. That's true. That's true. That's true. But let's take a little break. Yes, here, let's Jacobs. take a little break for yes. a, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> this episode of Planet NOLA is brought to you by Vitality Community Fitness. Vitality is a functional training gym located in Metairie, Louisiana. And at Vitality, we focus on members as individuals. That's right. We don't want people together. We don't assume that everybody has the same goals when they step into our gym. We also don't push things like body ideals or diet culture. We try to focus on the full person and we try to give an experience that matches that. We've got incredible coaches. We've got an incredible community. And if you're looking for a place to call your new gym home, consider checking us out. We offer a three free class trial. That's right. Literally no commitment. You can try three of our classes in a week to see if our gym is for you because ultimately we want people who want to be there and if it sounds like this might be the space for you please consider checking us out you can go to vitalitycommunityfitness.com click the contact button and get started hey y'all welcome back i'm donnie marie still sitting in mary jacobs spot i'm here interviewing your fabulous usual host mary jacobs that's me (laughs) that's me stolen straight from the amanda show we love the amanda show yeah yeah r.i.p to amanda yeah seriously she's still alive she's still alive but she's like dead, dead. in like the pop culture sense yeah, yeah she's going she's she's going to watch she's going to, you know what that's a dark time yeah we could go on that we're that's for your to, podcast which we'll get into we'll, later yes, yes. We'll, that's definitely for your podcast though dark yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god i love amanda Bynes. anyway um so we had some fun little chats about mary being the great artist that she is the creative person <laughs> i love this <laughs> Oh, I never let this down. Um, <laughs> Dawn regrets this so much. <laughs> I do. I do. But <laughs> but no, no, I don't regret it because you do do a lot of things and you need, you know, give your people their flowers while they're still alive and Aww, all that. thanks, bud. All that shit. Um, but yeah, no, you are an amazing creative person and um, you inspire me to be creative. So I really appreciate Aww. it. Um, yeah, again, so many iterations of Mary that I've known. <laughs> it's true. You've, I mean, you've known me since I started being a creative person, really. Yeah. I mean, like as a, like as a teenager, you know, like that's mm-hmm. when we really started getting into it. And we're kids, you're playing pretend. But as yeah. you start choosing art, your identity starts forming yeah. around and Mary it. Has, and Mary and I have also done a lot of the same things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We both photography at the same time. Yeah. You know, I still do photography You still now. do photography, yeah. Um, I do improv now, but you've done prep for, but we have yeah, 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 together. Yeah in school and outside of school yeah um so yeah here's a fun fact about me and mary Jacobs. um obviously we were in front of each other in line and stuff like that um but for the spirit week we did mm. the wonder twins which is very oh fun. yeah we loved that <laughs> that was a good one that was like our bit well because also we were always in classes together too yeah, we, were we had a lot there. of classes together mm-hmm. and our hair was the same length <laughs> and since you were getting your hair relaxed and i was straightening my hair our hair looked the same yeah. like even though our hair is not the same yeah um yeah we and did. we're like similar but different like yeah. we're like yin and yang each other if you're not watching dawn's black <laughs> <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you aren't watching on YouTube. Okay, That's why it's I funny. Said it in That's why we're. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> because I said not all oh, white people. Oh, right. Look we alike. talked about it. And we talked about no, Emily Cabr- Johnson. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Cabrini yes um yeah anyway. i'm gonna come out the gate i'm a black woman <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it was funny we were the wonder twins yes and, yes yeah. but we are similar yet different um, yeah but we really do have so much overlap like our mm-hmm. interests are so overlapped like even you getting into like the muppet stuff like working with puppets don recently did a workshop um with the jim henson studios that was so freaking cool <laughs> and like i have just been a long time muppet lover and like i would have done that in two seconds and i'm like so happy for you that you got the opportunity to do that in audition for I know, I know, but I, I, I didn't. sent it to you. You did, you did send it to me. <laughs> I feel like I like I'm just gay. You know what I mean? I'm still a white lady because it was like a diversity program, right? Yeah, but no, there was there were there was only I didn't want to be like me, the white lady, once a space. No, there were other <laughs> queer white women. Okay, there. well, maybe was, next year. There was only one straight white man. Wow, how'd he get in? Girl, I don't know. There's some speculation. <laughs> <laughs> 
never watched this podcast, but there's some speculation. Yeah, about no he made a, made a phone call. He's like, somebody's oh son. God. He's somebody's son. Um, no, I think he complained. Oh, that's the rumor. No, okay, I believe it. <laughs> Heard it here first. Heard it here first. He's he will never. He, yeah, no, he won't. Um, he, yeah. but yeah, we have anyway. so much overlap in our interests. We really do because we're very similar. Yeah, we are. Yeah, for sure. Mary's just more blunt than I am. Yeah, I'm blunt in, di- in other ways. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more kind. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a softer edged ver- version for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yes. And I wasn't into ska music. No, you weren't into ska. You weren't into punk. I know ska, Mary. I don't think you would sleep on a floor if someone paid you. Oh, please. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a little bit more bougie. Yeah. Is the the, the problem. I think everyone needs to know that when I visit Dawn, I sleep in the bed with her. (laughs) She's always like, do you want to sleep on the couch? You want an air mattress? I'm like, nah, I'm going to sleep in the bed with you. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I I have this thing where I always try to sleep in my friend's beds with, like, this sounds creepy. I'm not being creepy. It doesn't bother me, though. No, it doesn't. Like, I would never be like, let me in, you know, like. (laughs) But I remember one time my friend Greta and I were just like par- having so much fun one night. We were just like like drinking and watching Bob's Burgers. Uh-huh. And like it was like midnight and I was like, Greta, can I sleep over? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm like a woman in her late 20s. And <laughs> and I still want to sleep over at my friend's houses. Oh, no, I, I want to have I keep telling my friends and I'm like, I'm going to have a slumber party. Yeah, there are like parties that will throw slumber parties for you too. Like companies that will throw slumber parties for you. They'll like bring oh. like tents and snacks and they'll set it up. It's I don't very have that much cute. Stuff space in my house. No, yeah, yeah. No, they'll do it at like venues too. Oh, it's like a whole party now I for people. I love a summer party. Me too. <laughs> I love a party. The only reason, the only um, reason why Mary sleeps in the same bed as me is annoying is because she woke me up. Oh yeah. At five a.m. Yeah. To, to to go to Disneyland. To go to Disneyland. What song did you play? Did you um, play the Lion King theme song? Yeah. <laughs> like I had it on full blast. <laughs> Full blast. And I promptly looked at her. And then I went. And rolled over. And then I played Hakuna Matata. That's, that's what I remember. Yeah. I think it was Hakuna Matata. Yes. Because like, we were going to Disneyland. And she cried. Oh my God. I cried so many times. She cried. I fell asleep. And Dawn fell asleep at Disneyland. <laughs> How could anyone fall asleep at Disneyland that isn't a child? It was a very soothing ride. It was a very early day. Yeah, it was. You fell asleep on a ride, which is even funnier. <laughs> like looking through the window. I'm just like, no. That ride was. It was like the under the sea ride. So you like were in a submarine surrounded by blue water and, and it, it was, was like so- it, was, it was soothing it was relaxing i get it I yeah get it. no i mean you're the only person that would be like yeah i'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning yeah i, mean, I sort of Disneyland. bullied you into it but we had fun yeah you were like i mean you were like dawn do you want to come i go by myself but you know you should really you should really i know come. i was straight up like i think you need to go you wanted to go i don't know i had a great time yeah i just i'm not a morning person yeah I yeah did. you were just mad i woke you up <laughs> i'm so upset and I was trying to be there until close, and Don was like, "No, we're leaving." And I was like, "All right." We had already ridden everything. We rode everything because we got there so early. It's true. Pro tip: Go early. Yeah, you go early. You ride everything. You rode everything. And I was like, "Can we just keep staying?" You're like, "No, we need to leave." And I was like, to, "Okay, that's fair." We need to leave. I was like, "I cannot make it." Yeah, you were anymore. tired. But no, it's fine. I was just riding on Disney adrenaline, you know. Yeah, and I was like, the mouse, <laughs> the mouse high, just. the mouse energized me. <laughs> snorting that disney sauce yeah That's seriously what she was doing riley seriously no i woke her up she's upset all right um, <laughs> she's like how dare you touch she's like, me how dare you touch she's me. really not mm-hmm. a nice girl she's very she's just swedish no when she wants to be yeah no she's situational yeah she's not nice you're being nice but she's not nice she should, no, she she's just, cold and she's unloving ru- no she's very rude she's <laughs> so rude look at she don't want me she don't want me to better look she's like stop touching me but if i don't touch her she'd be pissed off all right i'm sorry she likes being ignored sometimes she likes it because she likes Anyway, <laughs> once I leave here, she's gonna be so mad. <laughs> she's gonna be upset when I leave. Mm. Um, so we are both very, very much, very like strong proponents of being from New Orleans. Yeah, we love it. We have a love hate relationship with people that come move here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, says the girl that moved to LA. Though. I was like, I'm getting there. I know, I know, I know. As a person who is a transplant somewhere else, yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand the pain. And so it's, it's also, I told this to my friend the other day. I was like, people from LA tell me like, oh, that's not LA. And it's like, girl, I under, I'm like most of the time I'm making jokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that video I posted with all those those weird people, like the oh. one, you were like, LA, is, I was like, LA is so funny. And somebody's like, those people aren't from LA. And it's like, bitch, I know. Yeah. And I don't call people bitch. But I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's a yeah. joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like, I'm from a place that is very much transplant city. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, understand yeah. when I'm making a joke. 
Like this, almost no one's from LA though, because it's yeah. so big and everyone moves there. Everyone moves there. So as a person who has a transplant, there is a transplant somewhere else, and I will say that now, not any other time. But <laughs> <laughs> we both have a strong like love hate relationship for transplants. And one thing that I'm pretty sure people who follow you follow this podcast saw was your your Mardi Gras oh, costume yeah. this year. Yeah, I've not really talked about that here much. Where we're going to talk about it right now. Cool. So what was your inspiration for it? So my Mardi Gras costume was a jacket that I decorated. It was beautiful. It had a fringe. It was great. It was, it was very, a great jacket. Your crafts. The crafting Mary, of it. Mary also does crafts. The crafting of it crafts, was pretty good. The crafting. Your crafting skills have grown. Thank Mary you. Jake, thank you. I'm thank so you. I was you. really proud of that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it did just say don't move here on the back. Yes. And I wore it all Mardi Gras day and I was like, oh, people are going to be mad at me. And everyone would pass me like, that's great. And like, I was like <laughs> making people laugh. And I was like, why isn't anyone fighting me? <laughs> <laughs> but they fought you on the Internet, though. Yeah, I did get fought on the Internet a little bit. Um, and it's funny because when I posted about it, I posted about it on the podcast page, actually. Um, I wrote in a, a pretty long caption about why I made the jacket, what what my what it's about, mm-hmm, and in mm-hmm. the caption I say, obviously I don't mean don't move here. Yeah, but uh, also don't. Yeah, <laughs> but also could you not stay home? We close. Yeah, we close. We're full. Actually. <laughs> We're full. Um, actually, but yeah, it, once again, it's just a conversation of it's not, it wasn't. It's a conversation about gentrification, but it's mostly a conversation about community. If you mm-hmm. move to a city, any city, um. I feel like people will often ask themselves, what do I want? Like, I want to live in New Orleans because why, 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 why? Like, what are the pros and cons of me mm-hmm. moving in New Orleans, moving to New Orleans? And I feel like people don't ever think of the place and the people. And it's, it's, and when you move to any city like that, you're not setting yourself up to be in a community. You're just setting yourself up to live somewhere. You could live. Space. Yeah, to take up space. You could live anywhere. Yeah. Um, but being in a community is another thing, you know? And so I guess like I, I am, I've been feeling, yeah, I feel a little like heartbroken at like, you know, the rent and the house. I mean, everyone's having a housing crisis right now, but it like doesn't need mm-hmm. to be this way, you know? Like no. the amount, I was talking to a friend yesterday that said that, that she has 10 airbnbs on her street 10 damn yeah and it's Blocks like in new orleans for people who are not from here not that big yeah it's that's it, all the houses that's a lot it's a lot and it's it, first of all it's not supposed to be that way i think it's supposed to be like three or something but of mm. course the people that make the regulations are sleeping with the people that do airbnb you know like and some of them have airbnbs it's money yeah so i i think that that's obviously i talk about housing so much on this podcast i don't want to like harp on it but Mm -hmm. it's more than just the housing it's 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 also just like participating and Mm -hmm. not just consuming but also giving and listening yeah listening to people and 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 getting out of your own defensiveness you know the people that fought me on that post um Every time they fought me, they would be like, oh, well, I moved here because X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I know why people move here. I get... It's like, first of all, I don't care. Yeah, like... <laughs> okay. Like, first of all, who cares? No. First of all, shut that fuck up. No. <laughs> I, I'm like, yes, once again, though, what you're saying is it's about you. Yeah. Like, you moved here for your reasons, which is yeah. fine. But I am asking you to think about the big picture of... Mm-hmm. The world you're taking up space in yeah um and I, I obviously i get what you move here we just got done saying we think it's the best city in the yeah, whole world it is the best city in the world. we don't think we know yeah exactly <laughs> and so i just feel i just feel like i want people to be more considerate of it and yeah. and and what's sacred here and what makes it what it is and like to constantly be making space for that constantly be making space for the people that make it what it is and that we're here first yeah that we're here first i mean and and i think that's what transplants have a hard time hearing when they're defensive not all transplants i always have to say this because there's always somebody i mean honestly if you feel hurt then it's you it's you i hit dog if you are if your defenses go up when i have this conversation with you then you're not doing the thing where you've got to think about it a little bit longer because you can live here and be a participant and make sure that things are safe and protected and valued Mm -hmm. and and you can know you're you feel good about it you know and uh, yeah, the people that get the most offensive are the ones that are literally just like Airbnb half their like Airbnb like three houses and yeah. like and like just I yeah. don't know you know Airbnb I mean houses in New Orleans but living all I talk about is Airbnb because it's such a thing for me like I have such <laughs> a thing about housing because it really breaks my heart like yeah. what's going on with housing you know as someone who still doesn't own a house you know so I'm just like. Yeah. <sighs> 
I bring it up so much. But, you know, housing is key for communities, especially poor communities. And our city is very poor. Very poor, very black. Yes, very poor and very black. And people don't understand institutionalized racism they come from the north where they think they're absolved from things yeah they're like i know i i know i'm part of the problem i'm like no you don't like you just (laughs) like it's because you're from the north don't mean you absolve from being racist i know um yeah no that i don't know it's like beating a dead horse for me i could just go on and on about it no it's all it's all very true and i think the most important thing i took from that you explaining that is community a lot of the times people move to new orleans and like hearing that when people say like, oh, you know, uh, the Bywater in Marini is just like a little Brooklyn. And it's like, no, it's Ooh, New I haven't Orleans. heard that in a while, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, no, that's New Orleans. Girl, when I stay here like I think time, people know that it's not cool to say that anymore. They're like, yeah. oh, wait, people don't like that. You don't like it. And like when I stayed here last time and I stayed at my old boss's house, she let me stay there for a little bit. And I was walking around. I was like, where the hell little black people came from? Yeah. It was wild. Because, you know, I don't. Dawn, listen to this. The other day, I no. like there was a game in the park. <laughs> I, I live right by a playground and I, it, the kids were like screaming and I was like, oh, it got really loud for a second. I was worried something was going on. So I just poked my head out and walked down the street. Well, the game was happening, but I looked to the right down the street. Riley, stop disgusting. Stop You're embarrassing yourself. Shh, you're embarrassing your moms. Anyway, I, um, <laughs> so I went outside and I checked and I, the, you know, the game was just getting loud, but I looked to the right down my street and I kid you not, there were five pedestrians, separate pedestrians, just like, on my street there was like a lady walking her dog there was like a a guy and his son in the park there was another guy like just stretching in the park the little (laughs) girl down the street was on the corner like standing just hanging out and i was like i've never looked out my front door and seen so many people and it was mostly black people so it wasn't like a moment of like white people but i was just shocked i was like my neighborhood is like a neighborhood again and it hasn't felt like that in a long time yeah because a lot of people that I feel like after Sarmer, like, same for the East and Gen- for the East and Gentilly, I feel like they, since they were uh, big black neighborhoods that people that owned houses in, yeah. if they moved somewhere else, they can afford to just own buy a house in that place and stay there. Right. Um. So that's a lot. So I get to see it come back. That's really good, though. Yeah, we do have a lot of black homeowners in Gentilly, for that's sure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I it's think good so. as like making a resurgence. Well, I think what's happening is that people aren't able to buy in any other neighborhood, and Gentilly oh, yeah, is sure. Gentilly Girl, is. Sometimes houses Gentilly cost. Stop it. They're crazy. It's they're, crazy. Yeah, I, have, I, have I know. Yeah, dollars. you're preaching to the choir. And yeah, it's just like building. Com- so to get back to like building community and wanting to have community. Sorry. So back to building community and wanting to have community, I think that's something very important that people that move here need to know about because. Um, the community that I had when I lived here, it was very hard for me to find somewhere else. Um, and it's like, it can be hard to infiltrate other people's community, but like I care enough about the neighborhood I live in to like know your sure neighbors, to know my neighbors yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, I feel like when people move here, Talk they don't do that. And it's like, they want the magic of New Orleans without the, the work. Like yeah. you have to walk, I mean, you have to walk down the street. You have to say good morning to everybody you see. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. say hello. Yeah, I wish people would doing. be more curious, like yeah. just genuinely more curious about people that they meet in the city and like who they can learn from and that that's like why I do this podcast Mm -hmm. genuinely is because it gives people the opportunity to get to know people in the community making the community better and making the community what it is you know yeah like culture bearers yeah culture I always I say culture bearers so much on this podcast I say it like about everyone because I say it about my friend Greta who's a bartender like I think (laughs) I think so many people are culture bearers in this city you know I mean a lot of people are especially if you are from here and you're using your um your influence of being a new orleanian like that's who you are and you are keeping that culture and keeping it going yeah yeah we got personality me too is that the only reason you do this podcast well i mean that's like the bigger picture the bigger picture of planet nola is and it's so funny planet nola comes from be in touch i know yeah yeah yeah. but i didn't explain that so <laughs> explain it now yeah yeah okay so planet nola is the name <laughs> of the podcast obviously which you probably put together when i was talking about the play a minute ago but i named the podcast planet nola because that was what i got from be in touch because mm-hmm. new world's its own planet um it's also the same theme song same theme song yeah i glish legs in space we used it mm-hmm. we did use it for the play yeah i forgot about that oh my gosh it's just a good outer spacey sounding song you yeah, know it yeah it's about um so i i really i feel like i know a lot of cool people mm-hmm. and literally like what i was saying a second ago it's like i do just want to brag on people i just want people that i think are really cool 
for other people to think they're really cool and to know about them. Because, yeah, there's like not like there's a reason why I'm not talking to like huge NOLA celebrities. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a reason why I'm talking to like my friend that works in infrastructure, you know, like Mm -hmm. my friends that are in like the small bands, my friends that are bartenders, because like I think those are the real people that make the city so cool and interesting and keep it held up, you know, and making a big deal of that is important and fun and the more I can talk to cool people, the more people are going to like remember like, oh, I should go support my local bar, you know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the people of New... Sorry, I'm like rubbing my nose. You're it sounds good. nasty. It's the people of New Orleans what makes New Orleans. The people are like, oh, yeah, I go to New Orleans. It's like a party and like you people come to go get drunk and all that. You know, that's all fine and dandy. Yeah. You know, it, pays, it pays the bills. People that the come to New Orleans and just like go party in the quarter and get drunk. Like, I'm not, like, I'm like, you guys haven't come to New Orleans, but I kind of like lately. I'm like, okay, cool. If that's what New Orleans is for tourists, I would like it to just stay that. Oh, yeah. It's infiltrating. It's infiltrating into everywhere else. Everywhere in the everywhere, city is yeah, tourist it's town. Tourist. It's very strange. But yeah, like it's the people of New Orleans that makes New Orleans what it is. That makes it like the place that people love to come to that makes it the best city in the world and it's like beautiful in all of its many ways even though it's the look of it has changed dramatically yeah. in the past four years that I've been gone for sure yeah um, I come back home like where am I at yeah. um, but it's it's the people and that's who make it and that's who drive culture in New Orleans and I think that's something people like transplants forget when they move here mm-hmm. yeah that's what I mean like you should be curious about the people in your community yeah, you should go speak to the the old man down the street mm-hmm. the, old, the old dudes on the neutral ground that's playing mm-hmm. checkers there every day you mm-hmm. go talk to them mm-hmm. <laughs> like you speak to them you talk to them, you know, you don't have to like. Or just say hello. Just say hello. Yeah. You know, just introduce say, hey, yourself you to people when you see them in your neighborhood. Yeah. Introduce yourself to people when you walk into a room. I went to the DMV in the East one mm-hmm. time. I had to get my license renewed. Eight o'clock in the morning. We all sitting there. It's quiet. <laughs> walk in the door and he goes, good morning. Nobody says <laughs> Everyone does this in New Orleans. <laughs> he says nothing. No one says anything. He goes. I said, good morning. Good and morning. And everybody went, good morning. Like, he was in school or something. We yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. when I walk in, when I walk around LA with my friends, my friends go, I forget you're so kind. Like, you are so kind and you mm-hmm. speak to everyone. I'm always like, oh, girl, you look cute. Or like, hey, how you doing? And like, it throws my neighbors off. When like, Kristen and I travel, we like blow people's minds. <laughs> it's so funny because Kristen's even more gregarious than me. She's like way more charming, you know? <laughs> and it's like, she, we go to get coffee when we're traveling or something and people will be like taken aback by how friendly we are yeah because it's like normal normal. you should be friendly you should be friendly it's in my soul like new orleans is one of the we get a lot of free drinks when we travel i get so much free stuff sometimes yeah because people are like oh my god did you want another shot or whatever and i'm like yeah i do (laughs) like yeah of course me and my girlfriend are too um yeah Yeah, we also have that gay thing where people are like i am so proud that i'm not judging those dykes oh my god look at me look at me being liberal i'm an ally to the gays gays. (laughs) (laughs) you know the he she's and they yeah I know what non-binary means. Did you know? <laughs> Gender is a social construct. Oh anyway, my goodness. Um, anyway, yeah, we get, we get all not, of that. Not too many bits. <laughs> yeah, we get we get we a lot of that. Gotta control the bits, Mary. Control no, the I bits. can do so many bits. I'm like, bits on bits on bits. But we do get a lot of that. We get a lot of people that are like, you know. Yeah, and I think that's what's important about Norris. And I'm glad you're doing this podcast to talk to people that are here and to you know give a voice to people because sometimes it's always about you know it's always about shout out to Trombone Shorty, but it's always about Trombone Shorty. It's oh my always god, about, yeah. I mean, you know, all talented, but I'm also tired of it. Um, Yeah. You know, what? another thing I just thought of a big part of this podcast. And I think part of how I participate in community is like connecting people. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like somebody does something that, you know, another friend's interested in. You connect them, you know, like I had a friend in the shop. He has two friends in the shop yesterday. They didn't know each other. And the one friend is trying to like get into a program at a school that the other person in the shop is in. I was like, oh, hey. This person goes to that school and yeah. is in that program. Yeah, you two yeah. should talk. And they're like, oh, my God. And, like, even if I hadn't, that person wasn't happening to me in the room, I would have made it a point to be like, you should reach out to my friend. I have a friend doing that. And it's like, that's building community. is like connecting people together. Mm-hmm. And I love that stuff. Yeah, that's the difference between here and LA. Like, here you can, like, They don't want to give you, they don't want to give want, you their they don't contacts. They give you up. And then it also, it's like you have to schmooze. I hate schmoozing. I hate schmoozing. That's why I'm bad at networking. It's so phony. It's so funny. But like here, like people people are connecting because they genuinely care. And like, I can't do anything for anybody in LA. I have no pool. Yeah. I mean, I work at a gift company. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. I guess I can get you a gift maker. I can tell yeah. you how to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. But you know, that's not fancy. I love introducing people and being like, 
Don, this is Carrie. Carrie, Don speaks French. Carrie speaks French. You two both speak French. And then I just like walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the New Orleans way to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know my little cousin, uh, my little cousin, nephew, sister. She, she know does how, that. She know how to do that. You yeah. ever met her? Yeah. like, no. No. Well, you should. <laughs> you should meet her. What's her name? What's her name? <laughs> let, me call, let me call her mama right now. And now with Instagram, it's like, oh, let me send you their Instagram. Like, yeah. I love those kinds of moments. Yeah. And that's community building. Like, yeah, it's much more. Some people think of it as networking, but I think of it as community building. I think in other places it's networking. Yeah. yeah it's much more genuine because people actually care yeah about i you. just like yeah i just want everybody to, to live their best life and yeah. get them get them where they need to go as you should and you pull people up as you go and they pull you up you know yeah it's a mentality we all need to take forward um and i love you for that yeah thank you buddy i really appreciate you doing this yeah oh you're welcome girl <laughs> <laughs> me talk what done uh do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get out of here yeah sure so i can tell you <laughs> i'll tell you a little about my podcast my podcast is called living swindled mm-hmm. um i'm a podcast host if you could not tell mm-hmm. uh, my podcast is called living swindled it's about television my relation to it and how television has lied to me mm-hmm. um about adulthood yeah um and so i go through just like i use different episodes and just do different themes um the first thing was about dating but specifically the amount of dates people go on right. on tv shows um the second episode is about representation the episode mary and i are supposed to do is going to be about feminism feminism um i'm gonna talk about boy meets world a lot because topanga was my feminist tv awakening i have only seen one episode of boy meets world in my life really well yeah. i'll tell you all about topanga <laughs> i know you love boy she's meets a world. she's a feminist icon topanga <laughs> Could talk about it forever. Didn't she not go to college because Corey didn't go? No, to she went. She went to his college. She didn't go to a great college, but they wound up married and with kids and a spinoff show. And so a spin-off show. okay, I'm sorry. Wow, <laughs> I can't believe you just disrespected Topanga like that. Anyway, we can get into it on your podcast. We can get into it on your podcast. Yes, but that's what my podcast is about. You should listen to it. It's Living Swindled at Living Swindled on all the socials. Um, but yeah, it's like really fun, and I like talk to my friends about TV and because I love scams. You love what? Scams. Scams. And TV is a scam. You think TV is a scam? It is a scam. Yeah. You know how many things it's lied to you about? Everything. That's true. TV, I feel like I was a little bit raised by TV, though. Like, I yeah, feel like so all of I. my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like all of my morals come from TV. Like, Boy Meets World, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be watching an episode and I'm like, oh, that's where that came from. Yeah, no, all the time. I'll, I'll be thinking that it's like Catholicism and then I'm like, nah, it was Boy Meets World. Yeah, it's TV. <laughs> yeah, it's always TV. I'm like, oh, I learned that from Fresh Prince. Oh, I learned that from. I learned that from Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I learned that from Lisa on Sister Sister. Like it, that that's where anything I know about adulthood or about life in general comes from television. Yeah, that's what's up. It's you know It's good. I've listened to the first episode. I haven't looked the is the representation episode out? Uh I just put it up today. Okay, cool. Um we'll listen to that one so next. By the time this comes out, it'll be up. It'll be up. So check Hopefully out more Living Swindled, y'all. Yes. Dawn is an incredibly talented woman and anything she does is great. Oh my god, thanks. Love you, buddy. I love you too. This has been so fun. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk for hours more. <laughs> we could. We could. Then Mary would get too much into my personal life. And yeah. We don't have time for that. I know. Don loves talking about her personal life. I, she doesn't shut up about I it. I don't shut up about <laughs> it. I do shut up about it. Mary's just nosy. <laughs> but Mary, it has been a joy interviewing you on your own podcast. Um, everyone, listen to Planet Nola. It's great. Mary is interviewing everyone from around the city. Listen to Living Swindle. This has been Planet Nola. Thank you to everyone that listens. Yeah. Like, subscribe, leave us a review, and I'll send you a sticker. Thank you to my producer, Carrie, and y'all be in touch. Be in touch, peeps. Thank you again to this episode's guest. Planet Nola is produced by Carrie Mulder and Mary Jacobs. If you liked what you heard here, please consider subscribing to us on YouTube or all your social media platforms and pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Also, if you really, really liked this episode, think about subscribing to our Patreon where we have tons of bonus content from this episode and more. Starts at just $5 a month and it would mean the world to us. Thanks so much, y'all, and be in touch.